Welcome to Sort My Money podcast, where you'll learn tried and tested techniques that are unsurpassed in Australia to help you take control of your money and give you financial peace of mind. Want to learn how to create successful money habits and budget planning to finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial future? Let's find out how with financial coach David Rankin. Welcome to episode eight in your A to Z budget planning series, where we'll be covering the letters O and P in this episode of Successful Money Habits, so you can finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial journey. So David, what does letter O stand for? O stands for opportunity, and perhaps even more than that, opportunity in unlikely places. I'm a big believer in the fact that there's opportunity in adversity, but only if we're open to it. An old boss of mine was very fond of telling me that the mind is like a parachute. It only works when it's open. And we know now, we we look back on time, you know, financially, we look back on the GFC and COVID and various downturns that happen. And and, and there's ups and downs in, in our economics and our finances. And that's fine. I think that as long as we're aware of those ups and downs, we can also be aware of the opportunities in them as well. And um, once we're aware, we're in control. And once we're in control, I don't think anything can knock us off course. I think once we're aware of things like our our own spending as well, when you look at discretionary spending of most people, of things like coffees and eating out, those tend to be the things when there is an economic downturn. Those are the things that might previously have been on autopilot that really then people look at and scrutinize and they go, hey, that's my way of taking back control. I think if ahead of time you can just be aware of that discretionary spending I'm not saying don't go out for a coffee, by the way. I'm not saying don't eat out. But I'm saying if you can be in control of that, you're in control of your own destiny, irrespective of what comes along. I think discretionary spending is really where a big opportunity lies. Um, We look as well these days, more than ever, at personal care. There's so much spending on that. And again, it's not wrong, but it's great to be aware. It's great to be money mindful. Um, I've been in finance now professional finance for 15 years. And I see categories of spending, which really weren't very prevalent 15 years ago. There's more spending on, on certainly on personal care. There's hair, there's brows, there's lashes, there's nails, there's waxing, there's pedicures, there's mani- manicures, there's Botox. None of that is wrong, but it's great to be in control. It's brilliant when we start to think of uh, this more because I just love the way through the entire series you're talking about making mindful decisions and that there's nothing wrong with this. However, maybe let's look at what's happening in your finances at the moment. Get some things away that's not pressing or providing any extra pressure. Then you can look with far more empowered decision making. I love the way that that's coming through in uh, all of the series. What are some other things that we need to think about being, you know, for opportunity? What I don't want, Anne-Marie, is I don't want a downturn to be the reason that that somebody looks at their finances, right? I don't want some external event, uh, be it, you know, job loss or whatever it is. I'd love people just to be in that great Zen state of being 
in harmony with their money and and really other things happen but they're still in control and another thing other things you can look at are things like gym memberships and you know direct debits have a look through hey if you're getting value out of your gym that's fabulous keep going if you're getting value out of your um, streaming services by all means keep going there can be great value there's no right or wrong there's no yes or no but you know what sometimes you might find heck walking running cycling that's the sort of thing i actually like i don't really need to sign up for the gym if that's you well you, you know well you don't you can cancel your membership but what i'm saying is don't pay for things that you're not using that you're not getting value from yeah. just look at what you're paying for look through your account no stress you're in control and make sure that you're paying for things that you're getting value from not that people are telling you that you should be paying for and when we start to look at, right, where are we spending? And and as you said, not when you need to, when you have to, but rather from an empowered, let's just have a look. There may be some other things that we find that, hey, is this really a good choice? Or do we really need this? Anything else as we're thinking about opportunities? If your kids are a certain age, there's always going to be sort of kids' activities and sports and music and interests and extracurricular activities. And I reckon as a parent, both for your own family finances, but for your kids' development as well. It's really important to get them to make um, empowered, mindful decisions about what they want to do, to let them know that these things have a cost without you know, going overboard with it. Mm. And once they're making those empowered decisions, then it's helping you as a family as well. I think it's all about you know whether you're a couple whether you're on your own, whether you're a family, just deciding what outgoings suit you, what outgoings can be cast off and which ones you can keep. This is the opportunity to become money mindful. As I say, there doesn't need to be an external event for this to happen. You can make it happen now, irrespective of what's going on in your life. And yeah. it's a chance to lead a more conscious life. Once you're money mindful, you'll find that that consciousness that ripples out into all areas of your life, being in charge of your life, uh, steering the ship, uh, leading the life you were born to live. And it's all about making decisions now to make that real. Yeah, I love that because you just don't know. There may be something that you are uh, expending or, or spending money on. You realise, you know what, we don't really need that. You may want to put that into your incidentals account or whatever. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go back to the other episode where we covered the letter I. But I love the way that you're reinforcing this mindfulness around our money and uh, helping us to have habits and behaviour that is just far more empowering when it comes to our finances. Finances. So that was the letter O. What does P stand for? P is for performance. And my message here with this point is that these days it's not just athletes whose performance is endlessly analysed and assessed. We are now all used to our work performance being rated and recorded, which, you know, a couple of decades ago wasn't the case. And my message here is that your financial performance, whether you know it or not, is no different. Your credit score, or also known as a credit rating, is the opinion that others have of how you perform with your money. And it's based on how much debt you have, 
the number of times you apply for credit and whether you make payments on time. Mm. Now, this is something that's happening whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not. And I just want to bring it to the surface and get people again. It's about consciousness and awareness. And I want people to be aware of this because if they can get this right, they can make their lives so much easier. So how do we find out more about our credit score? Is there a way to do that even? In Australia, a great resource is the government's Money Smarts website. That's a fabulous website to go to. And you can also get a free copy of your credit report every year in Australia from a credit reporting agency. Again, you can go to the government's Money Smart website. Isn't it fascinating as a human being to find out what others think of you? <laughs> we live in an open society. We can find this out. And it's a it's a really fascinating process. It can be a little bit confusing. Some credit agencies in Australia use a zero to 1,000 scale to show you where you're at. Others use a zero to 1,200 scale, but it doesn't really matter. All Australian credit agencies, they um, classify you in financial terms as one of five things. You are either excellent, very good, good, average, or below average. The higher your score, the lower the risk banks perceive you to be, and the more likely they are to lend to you. In a, Another way of putting this is the higher your score, the easier your financial life will be, and the more opportunities will be available to you. And so the easier your life will be in general. Yeah. You know, for some people that may not even be aware of this, it's such uh, an eye opener. And so that kind of leads to the question, is there any way that we can influence if we do have a poor credit rating? There absolutely is. This is all about empowerment. This is all about self-realization. And, and, and my message here to start with, Anne-Marie, is it strangely enough, it doesn't really matter where you are on this scale. I don't want you to be discouraged if you undertake this exercise and you find, for example, that you are classified as average or below average. You know that you're better than that. And you will, by following these easy to follow points, you will show them that you are much better than they think you are. So a starting point here is to lower your credit card limits. Now, I just want to add a caveat to that. Let us let me just explain. Suppose you've got a $5,000 credit card limit and your credit card balance is, is $4,000. I don't want you to go and lower your credit card to $4,000, uh, the limit to $4,000, because I don't want it to look like your credit card is maxed out. I want you to pay down some of that um, balance. And over time, you can lower the limit if you think that's right for you. If you've got yeah, a $10,000 limit and you're only using $3,000 of it, you might easily just lower it to 5,000, that that's possibly a good move and that can help you to increase your credit score. Are there any other ways that we can help in lowering uh, or, or actually improving our credit rating? Absolutely. 
Um, restricting the number of credit inquiries and applications you make is another important step because too many credit inquiries in quick succession is not good for your score. You Every time you apply for credit with a bank, for example, you leave a trace. That trace is not a bad thing. It's just bad if there's a lot in quick succession because it might look like you're desperate for uh. finance when you're probably not. So always be aware if you're talking to a, a lender or a bank, always know if they're going to do a credit check on you. So if you make an inquiry, you want to say to them, I just want to know, is this going to lead to a credit inquiry? Because at the moment, I'm just inquiring, I'm just chatting to you. And if it's going to lead to a credit inquiry, I need to know uh, because I'm in control of that and I'm going to make a conscious decision about whether that happens. Yeah, I would never have even thought, and I'm sure others may not even be aware of that. Um, either. What are some other ways that we can be more mindful so that can really impact uh, our performance? Payment history accounts for 30% of your credit rating in Australia. In effect, late payments lower your credit score and punctual payments increase it. And that's really important to emphasise because Whereas it won't come as a surprise to people that late payments do lower your credit score. People might be surprised that paying on time does, in, does increase it. And it really does. If you have a Telstra bill that's due tomorrow and you pay it by the due date, it will actually help to increase your score. So it's a very positive system. It rewards great behavior. Um, importantly, overdue payments stay on your credit report for five years. Oh. Look, I don't want people to get depressed by that because you can always improve. But it, I, I want to emphasize that paying bills uh, and at least paying monthly credit cards uh, amounts and other loans on time every time is so important because it's so beneficial for you. Yeah, brilliant. These are so important, David, you know, and again, you're talking about P for performance as part of this episode, as well as O for opportunities, such great, great insights. Just regarding punctual payments, Anne-Marie, something that people might not realize is that in order to be rewarded in terms of your credit rating for those punctual payments, your name needs to be on the bill. It's no use, for example, if an on-time utility phone, internet credit card, mortgage payment, if they're all in your partner's name. So be smart about this. If you live in shared accommodation and they're all in somebody else's name, maybe it's not avoidable. But if your name can be on the bill and you are confident in your ability to pay on time, you will get the reward for that. So be aware of bills, whose name they're in, and that that can benefit your performance. Look, it's never a great feeling if you find out you have a low credit score, but follow these steps and you can really start to manage your own financial reputation rather than have others managing it for you. We've been talking about how important it is to to be mindful about our money and uh, the steps that you've been sharing really have uh, transformed our thinking around how this can be far more empowering through our actions, our behaviour, and that's certainly going to make such an impact on, on our finances. What can someone do if they'd love to have a chat with you, David, love to reach out? What's the best way? The best way to connect is to go to my company's website, sortmymoney.com.au, or to give us a call on 
3861. And either way, it will lead to a conversation with myself. Fantastic. Thanks, David. Thanks, Anne-Marie. You've been listening to Sort My Money podcast. Want to create successful money habits so you can finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial future? Go ahead and book a Sort My Money consultation by going to www.sortmymoney.com.au or call us on 1300 98 38 61. That's 1300 98 3861.